I'm on Prince Consort Road. Uh, it's the last night of the problems. It's the final few hours before the whole shebang gets going. And people with guitars and bottles of wine. People sort of lounging around with their flags, reading books. It's all quite relaxed. Actually, got to say, it's all a little bit weird. Um, I've seen this before. Um, it's not a, a total surprise, but... Um, there is a, a certain sort of weirdness about it when you see lots of people sitting on a pavement. I don't know, really, of anything else where significant numbers of members of the public feel compelled to stand or sit on a pavement waiting to attend a thing. Anyway, uh, that's not the reason for all of this. Um, the reason for this is because I was talking to um, a lovely, a lovely promer uh, by the name of Chris Keating, who I know solely because of Twitter. I know him solely because of social media. Um, met him for the first time this afternoon. He seemed um, lovely, which I suspected he was anyway. Um, and uh, he asked me a very pertinent question, which I didn't really anticipate anybody would ask me. Um, and I noticed that I couldn't really answer it very well. That's why I'm doing the answer now. Um, and the question was, you know, what was your... What was your involvement in the proms? How are you connected to the proms? Um, you know, is it official? Is it unofficial? Do you work for the BBC when you do stuff for the proms? Do you not? But what's the setup? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It seems only right and proper that I, expl- I should explain how it is that if you do regard me as associated with the proms, um, this is why. Basically, uh, five years ago, I was doing a job uh, and I went on some work experience and I did some work experience on the Graham Norton show. And for some bizarre reason, I had this sudden thought that what I should do whilst doing the work experience was record a video diary because I thought it was quite interesting. What would the story be? What would the experience be when I'm doing work experience at the age of 34? What would it be like? So I recorded all of that at the end of it. Uh, edited it all together, never done any video editing before, never done any talking to camera before, uh, did all of it, edited it together, and then published it. And then lovely people at BBC Two, a friend of mine who works on the BBC Two website, said, oh, that looks good, we'll put that on the website. Ooh. Uh, And because of that, I suddenly thought, now, hang on, maybe you could do some other things about the proms, some sort of, like, video-related things about the proms. Uh, so I ended up going to the proms office uh, and speaking to um, somebody called Justin Spooner. He was the interactive editor then. Um, and a whole team of people, Roger Philbrick, Gregory Stevens, Andrew Downs. Um, there was a lawyer there as well. Um, and Kate Finch from the marketing office. But basically spoke to them and said, I've got these ideas for these videos. Uh, and I'll put them on my YouTube channel. I'll make them. Uh, and you can promote them how about that and uh, you don't have to pay me I'll d- oh, you don't have to pay me that was my mistake you don't have to pay me I'll just make them for the love of making them and the reason I wanted to make them was because I wanted to get a job in radio uh, and uh, uh, there's the confession I wanted to get a job in radio so I thought if I keep making all of this stuff if I keep making it and if I keep doing it um, then eventually somebody will say, oh, he's good, isn't he? Let's have him. Let's have him. Um, uh, and then when, when I sort of slowly began to realise that after possibly year three of doing the same thing, that uh, a job in radio was probably out of my reach, um, I figured, well, it's all right, I'll work on the web. 
I'll do I'll do stuff about the problems on the web. I'll continue to blog. I can continue to exploit social media uh, and use the likes of Twitter and Facebook to get people enthused about the BBC problems. And I'll do that. And then maybe eventually somebody will say, you know what? Oh, he's in. Dis- we we just can't do without him. We'll have him. Let's have him. Uh, at no point, at no point was it ever official. It was never official. Uh, I was certainly never paid because I couldn't be paid because I worked at the BBC. You can't, it's all very complicated, quite dull, really. Um, but I was never paid. I did it because I did it for nothing because I figured that eventually there would be some kind of return on it. Um, and for all sorts of reasons, that's it's not really happened. So I've come around to thinking, well, you know what, it's probably not worth it anymore. It's probably not worth it. Um, and obviously, the proms doesn't need me, because everybody loves music. And if you could see the number of people here today, clearly they're not here because they watched the video that John Jacob made. Um, they're here because they love the proms. And that truly is a lovely thing, because I understand exactly what their enthusiasm is for this particular music festival. Um, and that makes me feel quite warm and fluffy. So that's the explanation. That's why I've done it, and, and it has to be said that uh, when the proms is over, the really lovely thing is that I'm going to carry on doing what I've been doing anyway, uh, but just about other stuff. And I rather like that. I really do. <laughs>